0: everybody welcome back to the winner circle i'm derek and i'm cody and we are here with another episode of big brother beyond the house um this is our second one and uh the first one if you guys haven't seen it yet we did it with kylan's uh friends we had john and teron they were great thank you again for you know coming on and talking with us this week we're going to be talking to a friend of xavier's and it's really interesting because we were talking a little bit before this and Two weeks now back to back where we've had people who weren't really familiar with Big yeah. Brother beforehand. So it's it's interesting to hear their perspectives on things because we're used to this world that we call the BB fam. But them coming into it cold turkey, it's got to be an experience. So without further ado, let's introduce Xavier's friend, Mike. Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you know Xavier, all that good stuff.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, me and Xavier met um, in a basketball tournament. Uh, you know, he was a incoming freshman, and I was a junior or senior. And uh, you know, afterwards, uh, I was like, "Hey, you want to come hang out at the lake and, and chill for a bit?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And we've been best friends ever since. So, been over a decade since that happened, and uh, he's he's like a brother to me, wow. and uh, it's been kind of fun to watch him on TV and. Uh, you know, there's some downside to it, but uh, overall, it's been a pretty fun experience. Yeah,
2: we, we get that. Now, when you said junior and he was a freshman, are you talking about high school?
1: College. College, yep. He was uh, College. He was going to be going to okay. Spring Arbor to play basketball, and I was I was down at Holy Cross College in okay. Notre Dame, and it was just a summer tournament with a bunch of Kalamazoo guys and kind of random, and, uh, you know, he's, he's a pretty fun dude to hang out with, so... <laughs> Nah, pretty good ball player, that.
0: too. I I, I yeah. was looking at it, you know, doing my little research. I know it looks like he had an injury or something for a while there when he was out of commission for a little bit. He was yeah. doing some dunking, but he played D1, right?
1: Uh, no, he played at Spring Arbor. It's uh, Division II NAI, um, and then he went to uh, law school at Marquette um, and, uh, you know, played Ooh. intramurals and, and that stuff there. That's, that's actually usually more fun than playing college basketball, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. true story a less stressful. Yeah. A yeah. Less true stressful. story. So 12, yeah. so over 12 years, you've known him. And so walk us yeah. through it, right? You, you guys have been friends for over a decade. Like you said, how does the, how does he broach the conversation with you? How does he come to you and say, Hey, get, Hey, my man, I'm going on this show called, uh, big brother. And uh, I need you to run my Instagram for me. How did that help? how that, how that yeah.
1: conversation go? Yeah. Yeah. He told me about the, the process and uh, how that went for him. It sounds like quite the process to, to get to the point where you're actually on the show. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, I don't know if this is going to happen. It might happen. You know, it was, uh, I was like, hey, yep. can you, can you run my Instagram account? Was, yeah, I'll do it for you. And uh, it's been a little more than I was expecting, but it's, it's, it's all good. <laughs> So
2: it, that that's a good point, and I think it's it's fun to hear this side of it because you seem like you're just kind of like chilling, your own rolling with it. Obviously, like you've been an athlete, so you kind of grow up with a little bit tougher skin. But you know, that's a little not on the back to all of us athletes out there. Uh, but what has it been like with your boy in the house seeing what social media is like? I don't know if you're big on social media before, and I was not. And so, what has it been like just being, you know? seeing your best friend on the show that you didn't really know much about and seeing how it's a huge show with a huge following. And so what has that been like for you on the outside?
1: Yeah. There's always someone mad about something. (laughs) It it doesn't really matter what he did every week. There's somebody mad about something and, you know I'm trying to trying to you know kill with kindness a little bit and and still trying to defend him a little bit yeah. but uh, at this point I think I, I might just give up and <laughs> just trying to delete the negativity and and keep it positive so
2: yeah yeah give you a little yeah. big brother insight. You just block the negative and you emphasize the positives. And so the negatives can no longer break that wall down. They're going to celebrate it. It's this weird thing how they like celebrate when they're like blocked. It's like bizarre. I guess this is the day we live in. But uh, I feel (laughs) like that's definitely the biggest shock that nobody knows on the outside you're like oh yeah it's cool man i'll take care of your social media and then you're, yeah, sitting we, there, you're like we talked about it a little this bit black hole what is going yeah. on
1: here we talked a little bit going into it and we we're like you know is this is this something you want to do because we know there there's a dark side to to fame and and to being on tv and, oh, yeah. and you know things can get taken out of t- context or twisted and you just never know how you're going to be portrayed yep. on, on a show totally and uh it's like uh, overall the, the the positives outweigh the negatives and we we had that discussion a little bit going into it so He's, he's fully yeah. aware that that's going to be happening and uh, that's what will be coming back to. So it, it is what it is.
0: Dude, he's a cool right. dude. He's a smooth operator. It's why he's so great at the game. This isn't going to phase him. What This is going to sound super braggadocious, but what you're going to find when you're doing really well in the game, people tend to root against you because it's what? boring almost. I went through the whole season without being nominated. Cody went through the whole season without being nominated on his All Star season and everyone's rooting for you to lose. It's just cuz they, you know, I don't even know if it's a personal thing. It's just they just want the underdog or they want to see a change up and when it's kind of predictable, it, they 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 root against it. It's just kind of the, the lay of the land, but if Xavier's anything like he is in the house, he's going to have no issue dealing with it, which is why I want to get into in the house. I'm a huge fan of Xavier. We've been called Xavier fanboys multiple times. <laughs> um the, the dude is just so cool under pressure. I mean, his, that trait of just never getting flustered. I mean, he does by himself sometimes, but I mean, he's never had a blow up. He's always the voice of reason. Tell us about Xavier outside the house. Is that just him? Is mm-hmm. it like, are you watching and going, this is status quo, or is he in big brother game mode right now where he's just raising it to another level?
1: Yeah, outside of the house he's he's a little more easygoing I think. <laughs> um, you know, we have, we have a lot of fun. We're always laughing and joking around and goofing around and uh, you know, we used to bartend weddings and stuff. We got a bunch of videos goofing around behind the bar and stuff. So, um, you know, if anything, he's a little less less laid back and goofy cuz he's focused on what he needs to do next in the house and he's a little more lawyer mode at this point, strategizing and analyzing everybody and figuring mm. out what he needs to do. I love that. I love that. A little insight. something in
0: common with you, Cody, with it's, the weddings.
1: Yeah, right?
2: It's And I also was bartending, too. I yeah. knew that there was something about this guy. This is why I pegged him from the beginning. I was like, this guy's winning the whole game. <laughs> so and he, I really I hope I'm not jinxing that, him. That was
1: a true story. Um, no way. I'm not going to lie. Like, he hasn't no done it for a couple of years, but he, we were we were bartenders. Right. So there is some truth to that. He didn't He didn't tell a lie, per se. Uh, but yeah, it's been a couple of years since right. he's done it. That's why he doesn't know any drinks. <laughs> yeah, no. right.
2: And honestly, I, when I was bartending, if you came to me about anything other than just the alcohol and a and chaser that goes with it, I was like, go slide down the bar. Yeah. I was like, slide down the bar. For,
1: first time I worked one, someone asked for a gin and tonic, and I turned to my boss. I was like, what's a gin and tonic? <laughs> she was like, it's gin and tonic. That's all it is. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. I got better, but yeah. It was a,
0: Listen, you know what? The fact that he picked something that he did before is good because mm-hmm. that's what I did. It's a good thing to have some background in it. I will say it hasn't really panned out for him because if you're going to go in there and say you're a bartender, you better know some drinks. Right. So maybe Xavier didn't think that went out completely, but you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um Talk to me about, you've been watching every week, I'm sure, right? You have a missing episode. Are you a feed guy? Are you watching the feeds?
1: I uh, try and catch the feeds when I can. Uh, I, I work from home, so I, okay. I try and get them when I can. But uh, our our Internet service has not been great, so ours cut out a lot. But, um, you know, we try and catch it, my wife and I, and, and watch them when we can and see what he's up to.
0: So you've been watching all season. What do you what is what is what does Mike think of, of Xavier's game so far up to this point?
1: I, I think he played it right. I think. Early on, you don't want to win a lot of HOH and veto and and mark yourself as a big target. So I think throwing a lot of those set him up nicely to to kind of keep the eyes off of him. Um, and then the social game's been pretty on point, uh, keeping the big alliance together to, to get it down to that final six. And then, uh, you know, I think Tiff might have slipped up a little bit winning that HOH to to keep Claire and that kind of gave him some ammo to, to have her be the first one of the six out. Um, so I think overall he's, he's played it pretty well. I think aligning with Kai is, is a good, good strategy at this point. And, uh, I mean, it can turn in a hurry. So you, you never know if, uh, you know, he wins the HOH and then Kai wins the next one. He could come after him. You don't know what's going to happen, but, uh, I think for now, he's, he's played it as well as he could have.
2: Yeah. I mean, I love, uh, this week after after the Tiffany HOH played out and the Hannah played out, X, we, we were talking about it on the Winner circle. We were like, dude, it's not looking good for our boy. Like I don't – it looks like he's going to start to get targeted. And he saw like a sliver of them exposing themselves and literally dove all over that and pushed it to Kai because I got to be honest, in my opinion, I thought Kai might have went after him and he literally flipped that. Which is just, it shows he's just in game mode 24 7, man. He's like, he's locked in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can see it right now. I mean, like I said, usually he's a lot more goofy and, and goofing off and stuff, but mm-hmm. I think he, he really wants to win it. You know, you got student loan debt when you're a lawyer. So <laughs> he's trying to get that paid yeah. off. But, uh preach. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think, uh, he's played it right so far. And, uh, you know, Kai seems pretty serious about going final two with him. And, um, I think those two are, the ones that can kind of win out on the, on the HOH and vetoes and and watch out for each other. Um, I think where it gets tricky is that final four, final three section. Um, you know, do you take the shot at, at each other or, or do you ride it out? So we'll see. I I think Tiffany's played Mm -hmm. as well as she could have, and she's made great points to everybody. She almost got a couple people to flip. It looked like, and, uh, he's kind of downplayed that and, and turned it. And, uh, I think he's he's been able to take that target off his back, but she's she's making all the right points, but uh he's been able to persuade people not to mm-hmm. not to buy it some somehow so
0: waiver yeah, have to. What do you think about that so far? Because that is something I'm a little concerned of. So we've said right along, Tiffany's a great player. Arguably the best strategist in there. Even better than maybe Xavier, honestly. Xavier has a lot of traits uh, socially that he's number one in. You know, he just never loses his cool, smart dude, all that good stuff. But when it comes to planning ahead, I think Tiffany's the best in there. However, when it comes to the actual competitions, yes, Tiffany has a couple HOHs under her belt. Hannah doesn't are you at all concerned that going forward, and, and I know you're not a huge Big Brother fan, but these competitions coming up are going to be mental. And I am a little concerned. I don't know for sure because everything's, you know, hindsight's always 20-20, but I definitely think these competitions coming up, Hannah is brilliant. She's extremely intelligent. And I'm I'm hoping that Xavier, because I know Xavier's kind of controlling the, the cards this week. Do you think he's making the right decision going for Tiffany over Hannah first because he's kind of got the pick. He can go either way right now. And I think whatever he wants is going to happen based on what you've seen. Do you think he's making the right move?
1: I think those are his two biggest threats. Um, I think for sure. Tiffany's been more persuasive as far as getting some of the other people to really think about going after X. Um, I know she's gotten kind of in Oz's head a little bit, almost had Big D in his head a little bit, and then they had that conversation about, well, let's go over the jury, and he made it seem like this is a toss-up, this is a toss-up, and kind of pumped up Big D a little bit to, to kind of get him off that scent, Right. And mm. then, um, you know, I think Hannah's the next biggest threat, so I think that's who they're going to target next week. Um she she's probably uh I think they're both smart. So I, I think either one of them are capable yeah, of, of the HAH. So they are. You yeah, know, those those are the two that I would be you worried wrong. about. So.
0: <laughs> no, it, you're yeah. right. And they both, you know, and to, to Xavier's point, because some people are like, oh, he's going after, you know, people forget really quickly that just last week, I believe it was, mm-hmm. Tiffany was in the DR and well, she yeah. said, I don't want Xavier to go after me, I want to make a deal. But if I win next week, I'm going after him. So mm-hmm. Xavier doesn't know that, but he's definitely making a good decision. I mean, either one, like you said, they're both going after him. They made a pact. They want to get into the final two together. The only way to ensure they don't is by going after them together. So they're definitely making the right move. Yeah. What do you think going forward with this? Because, okay, let's say, let's play it out. Tiffany goes home. Xavier wins the next HOH because really he he really has to let's be honest he really does have to if you want to make sure he's in that final four well actually after tonight yeah because it's going to be the double eviction after that episode it'll be yeah. it'll come up does you knowing Xavier probably as well as anybody Kylan really showed some loyalty this week do you think Xavier would return the favor
1: mm-hmm. yeah I think so I think so I think he would um and I think he's pretty confident in that pack that they made, uh, for final two. Um, and he's, he's not a fool. He knows that Hannah and Tiffany are big, big competitors and big threats. And you know, that's, some of the Tiff fans were a little mad at him this week, (laughs) but, uh, you know, I I just was like, Hey, he, he sees her as a big threat. Like, him going after her is, is out of respect. It's, it's not a hate thing. Like she's, she's his biggest threat and he knows mm-hmm. it. And he knows that she's going to be going yeah. for him. And uh, you know, Claire's speech, I'm sure he knows she had her hands on that a little bit. And uh, so kind of tipped her cards a little bit that, that she was coming after him. So I don't think he really had a choice at that point. So
2: no, I, I agree with you 100%. And so just to confirm you're saying, Kai took care of him. Xavier wins a double evict. He views Kylan as maybe the, the biggest threat. You don't think you, you're saying because of this back they made, no way he'll even go after him, even if he sees a good opportunity to take the shot?
1: I don't know about no way. He does have a little bit of a savage side. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think I think he'd probably, probably go for Hannah first. But I... Once it gets past Hannah, I don't, I don't know either one of them. I think could could take yeah. that shot. So
0: I agree. I think those two are gonna. I'm telling you right now, we haven't talked about it on the winner's circle. This is gonna actually probably air. I don't know if it's gonna be tomorrow before the double. We'll see how quick we can get it out. But if they both survive tomorrow night, because there is a double, um, I, I don't, I don't see. I don't know if those two take each other to the final two. I don't see it happen. And I think that if Aza or Derek F are sitting next to their Kylan. Or or Xavier's sitting next to Derek F where is Azza and Kylan has the control? Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yep. Do you want to go against Derek F or do you want to go against Kylan? Nothing against Derek F. Yeah. But hey. I don't know, bro. I don't I mean you know him better than me, but
1: I, I I think he's pretty confident with whoever's sitting next to him at this point. Um I think he's kind of aware that Kylan has probably made more people mad than he has. So I I don't think he's too worried about who's sitting next to him. Um, So I think it's all going to depend on gauging Kylan's loyalty to that final two. If he feels like Kylan's going to turn on him, he might make the first move and do it. Um, But I I have talked a little bit to the other social media managers and uh, (laughs) – You know, We're becoming friends going through it together, but um, it's, it's, yeah. it's been fun and they all seem to like and respect each other and I think they have a pretty good understanding that it's a game um, and there's going to be some mm-hmm. betrayal and deception and, and backsetting that happens at this point. Uh, once you get down to the six, well, the agreement was to get the six there and then whatever happens, happens. But I, I uh. think he'll, he'll take that that final two. Um, because once Hannah's out, I think those two are capable of running the table on the, on the competitions and getting each other Mm -hmm. there and then just letting the chips fall where they may. Um, And I think he's pretty confident in in that jury vote. Um, But if he feels like Kylan's going to switch up, he he might take the first shot.
2: If he has any like doubt where he's like, I don't know, something's not feeling right. And now it's Xavier. Obviously he's a lawyer, but, does he pick up on, on stuff like that? Will he like kind of like, is that like kind of what his thing? Like Derek was a guy that could just feel that me, not so much. I needed a ton of information to kind of come to those.
1: Yeah. He's, he's pretty aware. Um, I mean, yeah, he's pretty aware of what's going on with Tiff and Hannah. And that's, that's kind of why he went right. that direction. Those were the ones that were coming hard for him. Um, I think he's, he picks up on that stuff pretty quick. Um, especially the way he's behaving in the house right now, you know, when he gets the pacing, <laughs> but, um, he's, he's pretty focused yeah. on what's going on around him at this point. Um, you don't see a lot of the personality that he has outside of the house. Cause it's, it's not there right now. He's focused. So
0: it's a business trip yep. game mode. Have you been in touch with, uh, Xavier's family at all?
1: A uh, little bit. Uh, we had a mishap where somebody reported uh, his page as impersonating uh, him, <laughs> so I I wasn't able to get it verified. Yikes. So I had to reach out to his dad and uh, Papa P, as we call him, um, and kind of get some P, documentation and Papa stuff. P. But uh, yeah, yeah, we uh, we talked a little bit. Um, uh, it's mainly been uh, me and my friend Garrett and uh, my wife and our family have been watching together for the most part. Um, uh, mm. But every now and then I, I talk to a few other people and they reach out and celebrate that he's there and they're excited about it. So,
0: Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Of course, as they should be, he's, they should be very proud of him. How, and, and speaking of being proud, you know, I'll just call it what it is. You got three, we got the three white guys here. So what can we really say? Right. But right. talking to Xavier's family, have they given you an inclination of how proud they are of him? going in there, going for $750,000, but putting this mission, and he was a a big part of it. Him and Tiffany were big parts of it, putting the game aside for his personal game to accomplish a historical feat with the cookout. Um, Have you gotten any feedback from the family of of what it means to them and and their family as far as what he represents now as far as Big Brother history Mm -hmm. and what the cookout has been able to accomplish?
1: Yeah, I think everybody's been been very proud of him and, and what they've been able to do. Um, I think all, all six of them should be proud of themselves and, and what they've been able to do and, uh, you know, being able to to come together like that. And I think that's what, you know, that's what it's about, you know, coming together with, with members of, of your community and uh, people like you and, and building each other up and, and doing something great. And uh, I know that's something that's always been important to him. You know, we talk about it all the time and, the things he's been able to do in real life, you know, Mm -hmm. to be able to overcome Mm -hmm. what he's been able to overcome. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not lost on him what they're doing um, to be able to come up in the environment that he's been in and overcome obstacles and get to a profession. That's not necessarily easy uh, for for a black man to get into um, and, and kind of help break down those barriers with other uh, black men and women. Uh, to get into professions like that, and to, to show people that that it is possible, you know, and uh, representation matters. And uh, being best friends with him has, has uh, taught me a lot about that. Um, you know, I think back when Black Panther came out, you know, I didn't I didn't think much of it, right? And uh, talking to him about it, you don't get many black superheroes, you know, and so that was a mm-hmm. that was a big thing. So true. And, um, you know, kind of opened my eyes up to that. You know, we take it for granted. You know, we have so many superheroes that, that look like us and role models that look like us. And you don't think about people who don't have that. So, um, you know, he, he, he's aware of that. And uh, he tries to, to break down barriers and be uh, a representative for younger men and women like him to go after goals like that and to to know that it's possible. And uh, they did the same thing here, yeah. and uh, I'm I'm proud of them, and uh, I know all his families as well. It's great. Well said, brother. Couldn't yeah, say it better that
0: than that. Great. Cody, do you have anything else you want to add? No.
2: After that, we, we I think we should end it on that. That was, <laughs> that was I think great, that gave yeah. us a great like great insight into just who X is, kind of like where this game has come from, and it also is great to know. This guy has a whole another side of him that you're really not seeing. So if you want to see this other side of him when he gets out of the house, I don't know if he's on social media, the real social media. Mike is going to give it to you right now. None of the other imposters that were reporting it and trying to take it from them. Let him yeah, know where to uh, find Xavier when he gets out of the house.
1: Xavier E Prather. So, uh Xavier E
0: Got to spell that for him, brother. Yep.
1: X A V I E R E P-R-A-T-H-E-R. Uh, we're working on getting that verified. So I'm on my second attempt. We'll see how it is. Yeah. Uh, Ky- Ky- hey, like, brother, let's get it Social let's get it media done. is helping me. So <laughs> uh, if I can't get it this time, yeah. she's going to help Ky- me out.
0: Kylan's social media is no joke. <laughs> Shout out Tara. She's not playing around. No, yeah. she's
1: not. She's not. Yeah. So I-, I got some backup. I'm not like that.
0: No, no. You got to be in it. And she's definitely in it. You know, listen. You had mentioned a couple times about some of the ups and downs of social media. I promise you Xavier is going to be extremely appreciative that you took care of it like my best friend did when I was in the house. And, you know, it's going to be plenty of time for Xavier to come out and address anything he wants to address. He doesn't seem like someone who runs from certain things as you just laid out eloquently, way better than me. Um, He will address everything head on, whether it's true or false. I think he's a guy who likes a conversation. He's a lawyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. So I'll be interested to speak to him. And obviously let him know if he wants to speak with us, reach out to us personally. He doesn't have to be on a podcast. We'll gladly talk to him because once you go in that house, regardless of how you finish, you are part of an, a fraternity or a sorority, however you want to put it, where there's a small group of people who have had the opportunity to walk through those doors and play that game. And I promise you, you don't really know what it's like until you go in there. Mm-hmm. So we know where he's coming from. We're extremely empathetic to, to everything he's going through in there and things he will go through on the outside, both positive and negative. So we're looking forward to talking to him. And we appreciate you joining us here on the winner's circle. We know it's a it's a tough ride for you guys as well. It's it's got its up and downs, but um, it's always nice to talk to people who know these people genuinely and not just from a show. So we do appreciate it. And uh hopefully we talk to you guys again soon. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Mike, thank you for joining us here on the Winner's Circle. Guys, thank you for joining in and checking it out. Thank you to Mike for giving all this great insight on Xavier. It really did open my eyes to a lot of things. I already knew he was a great guy. Cody and I have been talking about him all season, mm-hmm. but it's it's good to reaffirm how great he really is. Mm-hmm. Um, we will see you tomorrow. Depending on when this comes out, we're recording it on Wednesday. The double eviction is tomorrow. It's going to be nuts. We will be here recapping it. Thank you for joining us here on the Winner's Circle. We'll see you soon.